This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Talking Yankees, talking Mets, talking mulch. Can't wait to get that mulch and get going. I already got Eric and Ron Conkham to tell me, I'll bring you a hand truck. There's no way you're going to be lifting. No, I'm not going to lift them all at once. I lift one bag of mulch. How, how heavy could it be? I open it up. I pour it out. I go get the next one. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I guess if you have a hand truck, which I do. I got one in my father's house somewhere. You know, my mom has it. Uh, you can go borrow that, or I will them out. Like it's not a big deal. Look, if these guys could do it, I could do it, right? Come on, yo. The hardest part is going to get the stuff, which I'm not even doing. Just having to deliver it. All right, eighty bucks, fine. Still ahead of the game, way ahead of the game. I'm gonna be a real homeowner this weekend. I'm not gonna mow the grass. I'm not gonna go that far. But I'm gonna get up on a Saturday morning, hearing the chirping birds. Walk downstairs, kiss my wife and my daughter goodbye as I go outside to do yard work for the day. Put that mulch out, maybe pop open a beer or so. I don't know, I really don't drink that much, but I feel like it's part of it. Maybe even fire up the grill, throw some burgers on there. Cheers to me, the American homeowner, doing yard work. And I'm going to see if it's for me. And there's a good chance it's not. This may be a one and done. But I'm looking forward to the challenge. Yankees lose to the Orioles. They drop two out of three. A disappointing series loss, especially with the way that the game went on. So it's technically now Friday. The, the way the game went on Wednesday night. Happy Friday, by the way. Uh, you know, Blowing the 5-1 lead in the seventh inning. Mets get a win. They salvage the final game of the three-game set in Chicago. They'll move on to Colorado. Mets pound the Cubs 10-1, but still have issues with their roster Sanchez out, okay. They're starting to trim the fat a little bit. Tomas Nito is back. Vogel back. Get him out of here. Let's see Mark Vientos play. Gary is calling from North Salem. What's up, Gary? Hey, Sal. How you doing? How are you, Gary? Good. What's going on? Yeah, I'll be doing the same thing this weekend. Yard work, drinking beer, listening to music, barbecuing. There we go. Uh, Cheers. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so with, with the mulch, before I get to the Mets, I, I work for a school district, right? So I used to work with the grounds department. So we used to do a lot of mulching at the schools. And uh, 
you know, we get uh, truckloads of that stuff. And, it, you know, you get a fresh load. It's hot. It's steamy. It's doing mm. it in the summertime. Oh, miserable. But, you're right, there's nothing to it. Just spread it, you know, with a regular rake or an iron rake. That's all you got to do. Spread it, level it, and, and you're good to go. But let me ask you this. The way you're spreading it, do you have to do a lot of weed whacking or blowing the leaves in the fall, like around the house? Uh, dude, come on. Do you think I weed whack or blow the leaves? I have no idea. So I'm, there's <laughs> like... I'm a homeowner, too, and I'm a first-time homeowner for about seven years. I do everything, man. The grass, the yeah, leaves, you know, God bless everything. you. No, I'm paying the yeah, guy to yeah. do the grass and do the, you know, the spring cleanup, the fall cleanup, and he offered okay. to do it. He offered to... There's, like, there, there's two, like, beds... There, there's yeah, two yeah, beds yeah. where the plants should be, but my wife didn't like the plants, so she took them out. But now it's just soil yeah. that grows weeds. So I got to put right. the black tarp down to stop the weeds, and I got to put something over it, either yeah, rock or yeah. mulch. I suggested yeah. rocks. My wife said mulch, so you know who won that battle. So that's why I'd be dealing with the yeah. mulch. Yeah. I would go with the rocks because rocks are good. It sucks up water, you know? Yeah, and, and you don't have to worry about it. You put the rocks down yeah. once and you're done. No, but of course, yeah. my wife wants the mulch. So, I mean, yeah. we, 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 we would spread the mulch, you know, and in the summertime, you got to weed whack the beds where the weeds are. You're, you're just flying, shooting the mulch all over the joint. And, you know, hmm. and in the fall, you're just blowing, you know, where the leaves are, you're blowing the beds, you know, you're blowing half the mulch out of the beds, you know, <laughs> along with the leaves. And then you just got to remulch it again every year. So I find it just to be a little bit of a waste of money, and unless you got it, you know you could do a little no, bit. No, it's all it's all it's all cool. a waste of money. It's all a waste of money. I don't even want to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd That's rather the I weeds grow. Do I don't care. I don't even sit outside. I'm sitting inside watching these games or downstairs watching. You know, sitting in the AC. You think I'm sitting outside doing it? But my wife says I'm not sitting outside and looking at this stuff again. Yeah. And she's right. Like it does when the weeds start growing in, it does look awful. Right. So you got to do something about it. So my I had two choices. Right. One, pay the guy twenty two hundred bucks or whatever it was. Two, yeah. figure out a way to get it done myself and spend that money yeah. elsewhere, like on a Knicks, yeah. Knicks or Rangers playoff game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do it all. I weed whack it, do the, you know, yeah, God, bushes, you know, yeah. so. And you, you enjoy know, it? I don't mind it for now. I don't. Okay. I don't mind it for now. I'm 40, so I can still do it. I. I don't. I don't mind it for now. Plus, I save the money on the landscaper. Right. Know? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Use yeah. that money elsewhere. So, anyway, what else you got, Gary? Uh, and with the Mets, I mean, they're going to really have to cut Vogel back for Buck to stop playing this guy at this point. There's nobody in the organization that just steps up and just says, like, come on, man, like, enough's enough. Like, he, this guy does nothing. Like, even you said last year when he came on the team, after a handful of games, you could tell this guy ain't that good. You know, like, when is somebody going to step up and say, all right, man, enough's enough with this, with this, play this damn kid. Like, if we're going to go down, I want to go down with, with the kids and, and the veterans we got. Like, it's, a, it's a great uh, question. A gr- know, great uh, question, Gary. You know, I, and I don't know Pan, who. Uh, a Vogelback and Stan and all these uh, washed-up guys that stink. When is somebody going to step up and say, and say, fuck, come on, man. Like, enough's enough with this. Yeah, I don't know if it's – and thank you for the call, Gary, and I appreciate the tips. I don't know whose decision, uh, of course, it's a collaborative effort. I don't know whose decision it is exactly. The, the way that I believe it to be is that Epler decides on who's getting called up, what the roster is, and Buck is he's the one who has the right to put them in the lineup whichever way he sees fit. And I get the idea that he's not a, the biggest fan of Mark Vientos, but I can't imagine a baseball mind as brilliant as Buck Showalter likes Daniel Vogelback on his baseball team. 
He would rather, and again, I'm speaking for him here. And I mean, I'm sure we'll find out when somebody asks him a question, but I have to imagine Buck, if you talk to him off the record, if you would rather have a guy like Tim LaCastro or Daniel Vogelback, and I know LaCastro's hurt, but just saying a guy who could play some defense and guy who could run a little bit, you know, those guys can help you win games more so than Vogelback who just draws walks. Uh, Vogelback is the exact reason why I don't love, like he's the perfect player to define or, or be the example for analytics in today's game as opposed to watching a baseball player play baseball. Uh, I'm not knocking analytics, but when you tell me, or when those numbers tell me that Daniel Vogelback is good, there's no way that that could be the case. Ralph is calling from Yonkers. What's up, Ralph? Hey, Sal. Good evening, buddy. How you been, Ralph? I'm good. I'm feeling for you, though. You know, you're breaking toilets over there. Mm. Uh, you know what? I got some free marital advice for you. Okay? Yeah. Don't cost you nothing. But listen, key to a successful marriage, there's two lists, right? There's the honey-do list, and there's the honey-don't list. Mm. You're on the honey-don't list. <laughs> Try to stick to that, okay? Yeah. Whatever's on that list, I think you can handle. No, here's the thing. I, I made a mistake with the you know the tank. I tightened the screw too much. It broke the porcelain. Then I went and got a new toilet and put that in. So honey-do, honey-don't, honey-did again and did it right. So, I mean, I, you know... Uh, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. I can get this stuff done. You know what I'm saying, Ralph? So a trial and error. You redeemed yourself. Good boy. Good boy. Keep it up. Yeah, we'll see what happens with the mulch. We're waiting for updates. Please let us know. How hard could the mulch be? And thanks for the call, Ralph. How hard could it be with the mulch? Come on now. Can't be that difficult. Phil is in Manhattan. Phil, what's on your mind? Uh, hello, Sal. Hi, Phil. Uh, I was at the Yankees game uh, tonight. Sorry to hear that. Yes, I I appreciate your commiseration. And uh, I, where were you sitting? Were you close enough to hear what kind of dirty words Boone was yelling at the umpire? No, no, oh, okay. I was in the upper deck, but yeah. I could see him gesticulating. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> looked kind of ridiculous uh, from long distance. Do you bring? But, uh, do you bring binoculars? Remember, people used to do that at games. Do they still do that? Uh, and no, no, at horse racing they do, but you don't need, you don't need a baseball game. Yeah. I I mean, I've seen people do that before though. It's not a bad idea. You can look into the dugout if you want, you get uh, an up close look, but I haven't seen it in a while. I feel like when I was younger, I saw that. I don't want to get such a, such a close look at these players. Understood. Yeah. (laughs) And you're making me just thinking about it. It's enough to be at the game. Yeah. Right. You know, but anyway, the 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 reason why I'm calling uh, is because. By the way, thanks for taking my call. Um, the reason why I'm calling is because, based upon my direct observation of the Yankees, especially tonight, I think one of their major problems is their lack of depth. You know, when they load up the lineup, you know, with bench players, they they seem to become like automatically just a mediocre team. Well, I mean, look, their their lineup is not as deep as it should be, right? I mean, right now, as far as the lack of health goes, Boone can't wait to get Josh Donaldson back. He might be the only one, but he's excited about getting Josh Donaldson back. John, uh, John Carlos Stanton 
should be coming back at some point. And you put those two guys in there, it looks a, a lot different. Obviously, Bader being back and Judge being back in there, right. the lineup looks extremely different. But, yeah, I mean, there's, there's not a ton of depth in that lineup. The biggest <laughs> issue where you say the depth, right? Because you could say, all right, well, guys are injured. They're always going to be coming and going as far as injuries go. But with Oswaldo Cabrera and Anthony Volpe struggling, these are two young players who are supposed to be impactful players, and they're both hitting under 200. Right. And, you know, so that's that's all the more reason why I came to the conclusion that, that I came. When the Yankees have their, their uh, starters in there, they're really an outstanding team. But, you know, and the bench players are good players. Don't get me wrong. I mean, in terms of the ability to play, but... Mm-hmm. You can't really bank on them to be the ones that are going to take it to... Yeah, but 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 this is what they do, and thank you for the call, Phil. I appreciate you checking in. This is what the Yankees do, where they're going to have a different lineup every day. And I told you, it's probably predetermined. I don't know this for a fact. I mean, maybe they've said it at some point, and I might have missed it, but I guarantee you their lineups are basically set two weeks out, or at least you know two, three series ahead. Looking at the possible pitching matchups and giving guys rest and how who's going to play here and lefty, righty, all this stuff. It's all predetermined. Just like they have with the bullpen, they like lanes for certain guys. Well, I'm sure they have the lineup. They, they can't wait to go out there and apply that data and change up the lineup as if they're reinventing the wheel and this lineup that they put together based on the data and analytics, oh, wait till it comes together. As opposed to just having good players, put them out there the majority of the time, give a guy a rest when he needs one, and away we go. But that doesn't happen anymore. Or at least not with the Yankees. Lou is calling from Astoria. What's up, Lou? Hey, Sal. How you doing? Lou, how are you? You motivated me because, you know, the first thing I wanted to do was, even when I was young, I said, damn, I had a tough life, but someday I want to have my own house. So I did buy a house, and I had all kinds of problems when I brought somebody in. They're charging you so much money, so I try to be a handyman and learn certain things. Mm. So, <laughs> so one day, my wives keep telling me, listen, honey, <laughs> there is a drip in the basement from the boiler, which was very little. It's like a, a couple of drips. It was a couple of a couple of drip of water that was dripping maybe in two days, which you actually could put a container there and stop it. So I said to myself, I'm sick and tired. My wife's telling me this. Okay? So I go to Home Depot, and I figure they can give me an idea what's going on. And there's a pipe underneath that boiler, okay, that has screws on it, right? So I figure maybe let me go to Home Depot. Maybe they can give me an idea. So so I bought a a plug that I can screw on there, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And I hate to say, I hope hope none of my friends are listening to this, (laughs) even my bowling guy. Because they're gonna call me an idiot, like you do. <laughs> anyway, I plugged this in. So two, this was uh, two days. Two days later, I'm watching the Jets. Uh-oh. I'm in the living room, okay. And all of a sudden, boom! And we we at the sofa in in the living room, and we all jumped up about five <laughs> inches off the sofa because it was an explosion. Oh because no! You know what? What'd you so, do? So, so, so you can feel better. So, that was a breather from the freaking boiler. You couldn't cover that up because that was just a breather. But you know how you, 
how you get involved with your wife? Just those. Yeah, she says something's leaking. You want to fix it? See, yeah, that's something, Lou. It? I I give you credit for trying to take that on on your own and get it done. But that's something to me that's so serious that I would be like, look, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like trying yeah, to repair a, a toilet tank or doing mulch. That's something yeah, I, I can handle. And listen, I I, I got to step on with the toilet thing that you're talking about. I tried to tighten, tighten because there was a leak there, mm-hmm. and then I broke the entire pipe. And there was my my, my basement got flooded because oh. I was stupid. Okay? Yeah, same thing, but, right? But, now, luckily, that didn't happen but, with the flood for me. But you're right. You try to do it. You tighten it too tight. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Because these people that take advantage of you, they charge you so much money. Well, I mean, I, I don't mind. I don't mind hiring. Sometimes it's hard to find somebody, Lou. Right? Especially in like a pinch. Like, hey, I need you to come here like now and do this for a decent price. Most people aren't going to do that. So things that I feel like I could handle on my own. You know what? Let me give it a go and, and see if I could do it. But I wouldn't mess with electricity. I wouldn't yeah, mess no, with any kind of significant plumbing. I don't mess with it. You're right. Listen, my living room, even the floor was cracked in the middle. It was, I mean, it was incredible. I'm surprised that the, the house didn't blow up, okay? Are you still so, living? Are you still know, living there? Yeah, I'm yeah. still here. This house it was an old house that I bought it, okay? Because like you said, you want to you wanna have your own house where I used to live. No, in. I get it. I get it. Okay. Well, let me tell. Let me go on the Yankees. Yes. Okay? This is the problem that I have with the Yankees, and I know you're going to be mad at me. Okay. Oh, don't I mean, say that. You don't know if I'm going to be mad at you or not. But go ahead. Well, I know you will. Okay. Oh, Listen, okay. This is your other time. You might I be right. Stay late because I'm retired now. Hmm. The problem that I have with the Yankees. Okay, we got a guy like Aaron Judge. Okay, it's in the playoff every single year. He has experience. Okay, and you don't help me. I mean, he's sixty. How many homers he is? 62, okay? And a caller before said that, why is he batting second? He only had 130 RBI with 62 homers. He should have had at least 160 anyway. Anyway, my other problem is this. So, and you're going to be mad at me because you like it. He's good looking. He's a homie. He's a New Yorker. We want him to be like Jeter. But Bopey leads the league in strikeouts. And he has... Believe it or not, it's been about five grounds of ball to him that should have been calling arrow. Yeah, he's okay? he hasn't been great defensively. He's made some great defensive plays. I know plays. he's been defensively was great, but lately he hasn't. No, he's and he's made some happens. because he's made the 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 reason why it's frustrating, Lou, is he's made some great plays. And I'm not mad at you. Good call, and thank you for the call, Lou. And stay away from the boiler, will you? Volpe's made some nice plays defensively, but he's also made some mistakes. You're seeing a rookie here. He's taken some lumps at the major league level. Offensively, it's been a little bit of an issue. You've seen some positives. You know, he gets on base. He could steal a base. He, he could. You trust him at times to give you a quality at bat, hit the ball hard the other way, good bat speed. It just hasn't been nearly enough. I mean, he's now hitting under 200. You mentioned the strikeouts um, with Volpe. He's, he's been part of the offensive problems for the Yankees as far as their inconsistency goes offensively. Because they're relying on him. Now, at the beginning of the year, maybe it was, you know, nine hitter, weren't relying much on him. But then they started to move him up a little bit with guys being out. Want to have him be more of an impact player. Maybe when they get fully healthy, they can move him back down. Not send him down, but move him back down. But Volpe's been a little bit of an issue. I don't think Judge hitting in the two-hole is a problem. I would not mess with something that is basically working perfectly as far as getting the production from Aaron Judge in the tool, you referenced last year. You can't have a better year than that. James is calling from Jericho. What's up, James? What's going on, Sal? I just wanted to start the call off by saying 
Uh, I'm a veteran and a police officer, and I want to put a shout out to all the everybody, all the veterans and police officers for Memorial Day or all fallen brothers and sisters. Well said. I, I talked about it earlier. You can't say it enough. This Memorial Day weekend, remember, we honor those that lost their lives serving this country. Awesome, Sal. Thanks. And uh, whenever I start my shift at night, I come in the car, drive around, I put on the fan, and I, I really do hope that you're on the on the fan, and uh, I always put in a call whenever I can to, to talk to you. Thank you, James. Uh, Appreciate it. So, uh, listen, I have an over-under for you real quick, and I just want to rifle through a couple things real quick. Uh, uh, Vogelback uh, being on the Long Island Ducks in about two years. <laughs> uh, uh, and... Uh, and Tommy Pham probably being like a third base coach for the Cardinals or something like that in two years. I, I see, I see two of those things uh, both happen. Hundred percent can see it. I, I'm a little look. Tommy Pham has gotten too much run here. I think he'd be okay if it were a lesser role. But because Canna hasn't done anything and nobody else has, they're trying to get these guys in. They're trying to get somebody going, but they keep using them all. And Pham has a hard hit rate, so they're excited about that. But yeah, and, and as far as Vogelback, I, I'm with you. I wouldn't be surprised if he's out of the big leagues. In less than two years, and maybe he will. Be. Hey, let's trade him right now. Vogel back for Murphy, you know, for the Ducks. I'll take him back. I'll yeah. take him back. Uh, he killed. He Murphy killed us when he left us. Uh, yeah. The other thing is, does this net organization? Maybe it's me. Maybe it's my memory. I don't know. I just feel like we have a really tough time developing outfield prospects. I know we traded Kellenic, but I mean every prospect that comes up. There's like a log jam because we already have guys at that position, whether it's Beatty, Vientos, Mauricio. I mean, and we had the two guys that we traded. I can't think of the names right now, but the two guys we traded for Lindor. I mean, when is the last time we had a really good uh, uh, Nimmo is a, is a right. good prospect. Nimmo would be the guy, and Conforto <laughs> was a, Conforto was supposed to be another one. And by the way, he's having a nice year with the Giants, which I'm not surprised at. Um, Conforto was supposed to be the guy. Nimmo has been the guy, and Kelnick was another one. So, I mean, you're looking at that regime that drafted these guys. It wasn't just all, you know, all these infielders and, and guys like that, you know, middle infielders. And it's all about height, though, that these players come up with, like, Mill- Lasting's Millage and uh, Escobar and all these guys that never mm. pan out. I think they need to start taking a look at that, too. I mean, yeah, we, we developed really good infielders, and uh, I think the outfield, uh, you know, prospect team needs to uh, – Get on the ball. Well, uh, no remember, James, and thank you for the call, and I appreciate the kind words. Remember, the Steve Cohen era is one that is going to rebuild this organization from the ground up, not just at the major league level. We focus on what goes on at the major league level, and I know there are plenty of people nowadays who focus on what goes on in the minors as well. I have never been one of those people, but I know how important it is now, especially. Growing up, like, that didn't even mean anything as a kid. You know, what do I care about the minor league team? I care about what's going on here. But you understand the importance of it now where it's not just go out there and buy the best player. You want to go out there and draft and develop the best players. And that's what the Mets are putting money into. The lower levels of the minor league system. Billy Epler is making that a focal point to not only help hire people to put them in places to coach these players up to develop them, but also being hands-on, going to all the different minor league sites and seeing firsthand how things are working at the lower levels of the organization because ultimately, if those levels are clicking, then you're going to have more successful at the big league level. Which brings us back to the point about you talking about developing outfielders, drafting and developing some outfielders. I think it's just been a coincidence that 
it hasn't worked out or it's not, you know, they don't have the prominent outfield prospect right now to match what they had in the infield. But they do have Nimmo. They did have Conforto. And obviously Kelnick would have been one of those guys. So it's not like they haven't been able to find a, a or, or draft or develop outfielders. They've just, one moved on because it didn't work here ultimately, but he's still a good player in Conforto, at least a decent player. One still here in Nemo, locked up long term, and the other they foolishly traded away. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan. Bring that big, bad energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use promo code JERSEYFAN to score up to 250 bucks with their first bet bonus. Win or lose, they will match your first bet up to 250 bucks with promo code JERSEYFAN. Simply visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions or download the Superbook New Jersey app in the App Store. Enter the promo code JERSEYFAN and you'll get 250 bucks, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 877-337-6666. Been talking about the Yankees and their loss to the Orioles. They lose two out of three. Crushing way to end that series after having the 5-1 lead on Wednesday night in the seventh inning. And blowing that game and then following up with the dud offensively. So the Yankees go down, losing two of three. The Mets get a big win. You know, we didn't mention, and we should have, Carl's, we mentioned 10-1. They get the win with the 10 runs, obviously, offensively. But Carlos Carrasco was actually good for the Mets. How about that? Carrasco goes six and two-thirds. Whoa! I didn't think he had it in him. And I liked Carrasco when the Mets made that trade. But he has been very disappointing. He had a nice stretch last year for a month or so. But he has been very disappointing overall since coming to the Mets. This was a good This was a good sign. This was a very good start for him, especially after a shaky start, giving up uh, the home run early. And Mets get him to a 1-0 lead, and then he gives it right back. But Carrasco was able to settle down, go 6-2 and third, allowing that one run, the home run in the first inning. And maybe now... You can start to see a way where this rotation finally becomes stable with Scherzer, with Verlander, with Carrasco in there, with Tyler McGill and Kodai Senga in no particular order. But they have the potential to at least stabilize for a little while. You hope. One could only hope. Anyway, we're talking plenty of Yankees, plenty of Mets, whatever else is on your mind on this now Friday morning on the fan, 877-337-6666. John is calling from Port Jeff Station. What's up, John? Hey, Sal. Nice to talk to you again on the overnight. Thank you. How are you, John? Good. Question. You know, I'm I'm seeing these Yankee games with pulling continuously, uh, you know, pulling out the amps on balls and strikes. Do you think, I mean, this is probably his fourth or fifth on this year. Do you think after a certain point, Major League Baseball, should address this with Mendes coming out and having this issue all the time and causing such a, you know, a situation in the game. With what, the Yankees uh, specifically you're talking about? 
Well, anybody who gets thrown at them, I mean, that's just the Yankees as far as pulling balls. It's like, again, you know, a manager getting thrown out so many times, do you think that at one time they just say enough is enough and they suspend somebody for that? Or how do you feel about that situation? Well, I don't know what's going to happen here because Boone, now, I don't know if you saw it up close, John, but Boone got in the face of the home plate umpire. And it's it's very, what happened? It's happened before. I've seen him do that before. Right, no, it's fine. But I'm saying he... Well, the umpire at one point said to Boone, you're spitting in my face. Now, it is very hard. Boone obviously didn't spit in the guy's face on purpose, but it is very hard to yell and scream and talk passionately without spitting. And when you get back, you know, without some kind of spit flying from your mouth, when you get that close to an ump, it's naturally going to happen. I wonder, though, if because of the way that Boone lost it and did get in the ump's face and spit did fly and the umpire took exception to that, respectfully, but took exception to that, if Boone does get suspended. But, I mean, I don't know. I, you don't get suspended for getting ejected from a game unless you do something blatantly wrong, which Boone has not necessarily done. Yeah, it just seems like it's continuous. I mean, can sometimes you just let the game go? I mean, the balls or strikes are going to be called. I mean, you know, is it that regis of time that it's going to happen? But, I mean, these guys, if they're not hitting, it's not because of that. I mean, you know, it's the other way around for us when we get balls or strikes. It goes both ways, but it just seems it's getting out of control. Like four or five times getting thrown out. And it seems there's not even a third over almost. Well, the I thing mean, is, it, it's actually a good point, John. And thank you for the call. Good to hear from you again. The thing is, you're not allowed to argue balls and strikes. It's an automatic ejection. So Boone knows this, and I didn't think he did anything egregious last night to get tossed in the moment. But the ump basically was letting him know, hey, you can't do this. And Boone was again letting him know, you keep missing these calls here, clean it the bleep up probably, I'm paraphrasing. And that's when the ump was like, forget it, you're tossed. You're not allowed to argue balls and strikes. Aaron Boone knows that. He felt it was worth it again to get tossed. It is a continual thing with him. But, and maybe there's going to be something in baseball where they put a rule on, hey, if you get um, ejected five times, every five times you get ejected, you're going to serve a suspension. Like I said, I don't know about the accidental spit flying, if that's going to be an issue or not, but I like the fact that managers can still argue. I don't want it to be to a point where, there's replay in sports, then there's going to be robo-umps, and there's nobody to fight with. There's nobody to yell at. Managers getting ejected from the game is one of the more entertaining things. Now, it's happened with Boone a little often, a little too often, even for his liking. So I get why you're saying it, but I don't think that there's going to be a suspension. Ethan is calling from Hawthorne, New Jersey. What's up, Ethan? Hey, Sal. How are you doing? Good, Ethan. How are you? Good, good. So I just want to add on to the Boone discussion. Um, it's getting to the point with these ejections now that I'm I'm a fan of, you know, sticking up for your players when balls and strikes aren't getting called your way. But getting in the ump's face like that, especially after he walked away and then he walked up to him a second time, I just thought it was a little excessive. And that's just one of the things that bothered me most about Boone. Another thing that I have against Boone is just that, like, the fact that IKF had the game of his life, um, the mm. second game of the series that I was at, and then for some weird reason, not only is he not in the lineup tonight, but then you batting Willie Calhoun fifth, which I don't get at all. And then I just think that Judge should not be batting second. I think he should be more so third. I don't know. It's just his lineup construction. I get it. Like the injuries, he's, you know, the roster rotations, right. these are the Ashman. But it's just getting to the point now. It's like even earlier in the season, we saw Franchi Cordero on that hot streak. 
He was getting pinch hit for IKF when he wasn't hitting. So I just don't think he has a feel for the game that managers need in this day and age. So I'll disagree. Uh, yeah, I'm going to disagree with the lineup as far as Judge hitting third or Willie Calhoun hitting fifth. But I think you make an excellent point, Ethan, on IKF. The fact, and that's exactly what I'm talking about before. We're not having a feel. It was already predetermined, regardless of what IKF did on Wednesday night in Game Two of this series. He wasn't going to be in the lineup in Game Three of this series. And instead right. of Boone seeing him perform, saying, "Hey, you know what? Let's get him back in there." I, there's no reason IKF shouldn't be in this lineup tonight. There's plenty. Osvaldo oh, Cabrera didn't have to get in the lineup. I, IKF could have played third. Even with the pitchers, like in the second game of the series, there's no way Nestor Cortez should be pitching to that lineup a third time, especially in his recent performances where you see that after the fourth or fifth inning, he just runs out of gas, and then you leave Jimmy Cordero in there, and I don't care who you are, as a manager, your team giving up eight runs in one inning is inexcusable. And there comes a point where you have to change, you have to change something if it's not working, especially against the Poland lineup that the Orioles has. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Jimmy Cordero... Just gave it up. Gave up the game. You, the, the series should have been won last night. And now we lost the series. And now we lose in ground, ground in the standings. You Agreed. know what I mean? Agreed. And it can't happen. And look, not that the Yankees aren't going to be able to catch the Orioles. but And thank you for the call, Ethan. It can't happen to where you have a 5-1 lead in the seventh inning and you blow that game. And then because of that, you end up losing two out of three. And now, for the first time in a while, the Yankees go backwards in the standings. Where they were closing ground and leapfrogging teams, and in this series, head-to-head with Baltimore, you wanted to at least take two out of three and gain a game, keep that momentum going. And they were not able to do that. The Orioles sent them backwards. You give credit to Baltimore. They're a really good team. But it just shows you what kind of battle it's going to be with the Yankees all year long in the American League East, and maybe not with the teams that we initially thought, You know, thinking it's going to be the Rays and the Blue Jays, and instead it might be the Orioles. And the Rays. The O's are good. They're legit. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. 877-337-6666. I also want to get into something that we didn't touch on yesterday with Aaron Rodgers, where Aaron Rodgers did an interview with her old friend Adam Shine and had some... Rodgers had some things to say that sports fans could only dream athletes would say. He gets it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Got it back on the fan. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Going to talk to my buddy Jackson Heil. Uh, you may remember him. We had him on during the college basketball season uh, during March Madness. He previewed the NCAA bracket with us. Jackson is a huge Orioles fan. And for some reason decided to, well, I guess for some reason. He's an Orioles fan, so he wanted to go to the Bronx and watch his team play. But for some reason decided to sit in the bleachers in right field. And he was getting harassed, and he had stuff thrown at him to a point where this was on uh, not last night, but the night before on the 5-1 comeback game, where he was having stuff thrown at him, and he had to get uh, security came and removed him. They didn't kick him out because he wasn't doing anything wrong, but they removed him for his own safety. What's wrong with you fans out there harassing Action Jackson like that just because he's wearing an Orioles jersey? Big deal. He's there to support his team. I don't care if you want to boo him and chant at him, which they did. He tweeted out some of the videos, which is pretty funny. But you don't throw stuff at anybody. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I want to get Jackson's uh, thoughts on it. I figured we'd have some fun with him coming up in a little bit. 877-337-6666. Linda is calling from Forest Hills. Linda, how are you feeling about your guy, Vogie, these days? <laughs> Sal, I got, a, I got a perfect job for him. He could be one of the sausages in Milwaukee. I don't even know if he can handle that. He can't run. You, to do that, you have to kind of run, don't you? True that. True that. Mm. Um, you you know it's bad when you're when you're longing for somebody like Bartolo Colon to be in the lineup instead of Daniel Vogelback. Bartolo, um, I think, just turned fifty, if I'm not mistaken. Happy birthday! Indeed, mm. indeed. Um, second, second of all, happy anniversary to you and your wife upcoming. Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> I can't believe it's um, been six years. Wait, has it been six years? Yeah, 17 to 18, 18 to 19, 20, 21. Yeah, six years. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. And hug that little girl for me. Um, but, uh, Sal, yeah. Um, as far as Vientos is concerned, if they're not going to play him, send him down. Otherwise, I, yeah, I can't complain. I, I can't I can't argue with, with you there, Linda. If he's not going to play every day, send him down. And, you know, you talk about trade chips. How can you make someone a trade chip if you don't play him to see what he's got and what you can possibly get in return based on what his talent level is? You know, it yeah. just doesn't make sense. Yeah, Vientos is a weird one. I thought for sure that he would be up here. I said it on the air at the time. I thought for sure Vientos would be up here once Darren Ruff was officially DFA'd. He fills exactly the same role. He may not be able to play an outfield spot, but he could back up first base, and he could also play third, what Ruff didn't, but he could have backed up Alonzo at first base and was a right-handed bat to DH or be or, or be off the bench, but specifically be the right-handed DH, and he wasn't to start the year, so that was very telling. And then he goes out there and has a terrific start to his minor league season to a point where the Mets had no choice but to call him up, but while he's here, you got to play him. 
Exactly, exactly. And this is and this was my problem. Again, I keep I keep hearkening back to Billy Epler. This is the problem that I have with him is that now you've you've put the team in in a situation such that you know the fans are relying on the kids to pick up the offensive slack, and it's not fair to them. Sure, we want to see them play, we want to see them do well, but this lineup is so disjointed that all the offensive pressure is now on the kids and them having to come through it just doesn't bode well long term for a team with World Series aspirations. No, it, it doesn't right now. But the good thing is, Linda, and thank you for the call and for the kind words. We appreciate it, as always. It does give you hope that by the end of the year, or as we progress along this year, Beatty and Alvarez could become impact, at the very least, offensive players. I was going to say impact players, but you know, Beatty's defense been a little shaky. Alvarez has gotten better in all areas as he's gotten more playing time and as the season has gone on here. So you could have those guys. It's not like they're going to be relying on Vientos or Mauricio, who people still talk about, or even Vogelback. The Mets aren't dumb. You can't think that they're going to have these guys continue to go out there every single day. they got to go out and get somebody else. If the young guys aren't going to do it or they're not going to give them an opportunity to do it in Vientos' case, and then they're going to have to go out there and get a real DH because they don't have one right now. They're going to have to figure out left field. What is the best option for left field? Is it get a second baseman and move McNeil to the outfield? Is it keep McNeil at second and get a left fielder? But those are two spots they're going to have to figure out. They figured out catching. It's going to be Francisco Alvarez and Narvaez when he comes back. You know, first base is set. You know, shortstop is set. And third base is set with Brett Beatty, Marte in right, Nimmo in center. So it's just a matter of figuring out where you want to play McNeil at either second or left field. And whichever one you, I guess the idea would be whichever one you could get, either a second baseman or a left fielder, you go get. Then you move McNeil in, you know, corresponding with that. And then you also go get a DH. That's it. Trim the fat. Canna, um, Fam, Vogelback. These guys got to go. Escobar's fine off the bench as a backup. I'm okay with that. You know, veteran guy, switch hitter, and can hit with pop, can pinch hit. I have no problem with that. But we're talking about the starting lineup. Back to the Yankees. Dan is in Colorado. Dan, what do you want to say about the Yanks? Hey, uh, Sal, you know, I, you know how much I love your show. I listen to it all the time. Thank you. Um, and, uh, and you're great. Um, you never, you never told me where you got those sunglasses from. Uh, no, I told you where I got them from. I never told you what the you name brand me, is. Yeah, from your father-in-law. But okay, you, you never gave me the brand. I, I don't know the brand. I told you I oh, bought okay. them down in. Um, All right. All right. I bought them down in. Uh, where the hell was I? In uh, Fort Lauderdale. My my uncle bought them for me, but I don't know the brand of it. I, I got a, and I okay. I remember you saying it. But right. I don't right. even like. Right. There's no like tag on it or anything. I mean, maybe I could look for a name on it or something. I don't know. But all right, well, let me get to my point. Yeah. So, so all my, uh, you know, I live in Colorado, but I have a lot. You know, I grew up in Queens. I've got a lot of boys that work at UPS in uh, in Long Island City, and they they told me they're like Dan. Uh, 
you're the only one that can talk to Sal about this because I love you. And uh, I never took it against you when you predicted the Mets were going to win last year. Mm -hmm. I I loved it. I loved your passion because that's the way I am. But then with the Rangers and the Islanders, like all this UPS crew, they're all like, oh, my God, you mushed both of them. And then I will tell you that at the beginning of this week, when I was listening to you sweet talk the Yankees, mm-hmm. I, I was so I was like, "Is this Sal? This is not the Sal that I love." And now you know they lost two or three to the Orioles. Like it is kind of funny. There is a pattern when you get no, wins. no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. You can I think like anything else, you can make what you want. Like if you go to see a. Um, what do you call one of those people, uh, the fortune tellers or whatever? You know, the, the, the uh, great Karnak. The yeah, great right. Karnak. Well, whatever. You go to see them, like you could be like, oh, wow, I can't believe they knew this and that because you're making what you want of it. Like you just did with the Yankees. I've been talking the Yankees up since they lost the series. Coming off of a loss, since they lost the series to the Rays, I said the Yankees were the best team in baseball. Since then, their odds to win the World Series and win the American League East have gotten better. Since then, they swept the A's. They split these series with the Rays. They took three out of four against the Blue Jays. So this is the first little bump in the road since I said that. So you're conveniently using this series as an example for me mushing the Yankees. But I said it two weeks ago, and they did anything but get mushed. Also, with the Rangers, I could say how you say that. What? Why the Islanders? I never said the Islanders are going to win anything. I think uh, the Islander fans were like, but when you wore the jersey and you went with your, your with your nephew, nephew yeah. so awesome. Which which is which is like it's such a great thing to do. So I don't mean to say like there, but but it is kind of funny. It's just that you you are seen right now as a great voice of New York sports by far by far. When you're on earlier, like you, you you're you're just great. Every, the fans love you, mm. but they are worried when you get too. I'm not. You uh, think I'm, right. No, I know. You think I'm a mush. I get it, Dan, and thank you for the call. I'm not a mush. I mean, I might be, but realistically, I'm not a mush. I'm not jinxing your crappy teams, whatever team they may be. I tried to mush the Braves last year. That didn't work. I bet on them almost every damn game down the stretch, and I won money because of it. I wanted to lose money. And rather, the Mets win the division. You realize that these things aren't real, right? And like I said, you can... Look, if I'm on the air three hours, five hours a day, five days a week, there are going to be things, a lot of things, that you can use against me as far as say, well, you said this, this team was good, and look what happened, you jinxed it. Like, it's it's not that. I just gave you the example of the Yankees. I said the Yankees off of a loss to the Rays were the best team in baseball. And then they went out there and went on a good run that made a lot of people start to think, hey, you know what? This might be the best team in baseball. Or at least the American League is what I said. So what? They lost two out of three to the Orioles. And will you stop it with that stuff? And didn't jinx the Mets either. They did win 101 games and they did tie for the division. You don't blame me for the Mets losing that division. Come on now. It's fun for you and convenient 
for you to be like, oh, Lakata's a jinx. He's a mush. Any team he roots for loses. Yeah. Tell me the team that you root for that wins. Of course I've rooted for a bunch of losers in my life. Although I did root for the Rangers in 94 and see them win the Stanley Cup. You know, I was a young kid in 86 with the Mets, but where's your team that's currently winning? The Yankees haven't won since 2009. Jets, Giants, Knicks, I mean, you name it. Islanders, but blame me. Right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 